Welcome to Never Watch Alone, where you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. I am your host, Team Lifeite. And joining me as always is my wonderful cybernetic counterpart, Sean Wheeler. Are you going to do the voice, Sean? Hell no. <laughs> Oh, I'm so fucking cringy in these fucking intros. <laughs> I swear to God. I'm losing to subscribers by the second. So, uh, you have yeah. subscribers? What? Oh, when did oh, this happen? Uh, uh, since, you know, I've, I've been revamping the show, man. Like, I've been. I'm promoting the show. What are you doing? What are you doing to help the show, Sean? Hey, I put it out there. Okay, sure. Just not always <laughs> on the same day as you, but guess what? Staggered marketing is probably a better thing than having everyone bombard them on the same day. I can't argue with that algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> we can't so, figure out the algorithm. Screw YouTube. Come on. <laughs> it's wild. But anyway, we are here back again with Action April. And if you want to just like get straight to the movie, as always, there's a sync button below to let you know when the, uh, the movie starts. But that said... Terminator 2, Judgment Day, dun 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 Oh, I'm so excited. Are you excited, Sean? Uh, can you tell? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, so you're you're a little bit older. Have you, did you actually see this movie in theaters? Like, I don't, I don't no, think No, but, so I did not see this movie in theaters, but you could not escape the, um, the cultural phenomenon that it was at the time. Yeah. So... Uh, when it was first coming out on, um, when it was first being released to video, uh, how, however have you, there was, at the local Circus City, a surround sound home theater booth that, like, people could go in to, like, test out, like, see the yeah. TV. So, I'm in there on, you know, on this giant screen, like, the surround system, and you, like, close the By door behind you. too. I think I was I, I was there with like a friend, but like they didn't even care. Like that's yeah. just it. Like they have Terminator Two playing, they don't care that there's like you know in a like a ten year old, eleven year old kid just standing there like, <laughs> oh, hey, uh, yeah, I would have been like ten. So like the good um, old days of the late eighties and early nineties, where hard R rated action movies were made for adults and marketed to children. Oh, dude, I, I, I didn't dig it out to show you for this, but, like, I still have <laughs> one of the, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator toys where it's, like, half the face is gone. It's got the missile-firing yeah. arm. Like, I still got it. Um, Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, do you know how but, cool it would be to get, like, one of those uh, hot toy action figures of the Terminator 2? Like, oh, man, I would, <laughs> I would scream if someone got that I, for me for Christmas. I'll never Just forget, saying like, I, for any of you listeners out there. <laughs> so I was so I saw a portion of this movie in there and ever since that I was just like I need to see this movie. I didn't get to see it for a few years cuz parents. Yeah. I yeah. eventually got to see it uh at when I went to visit my cousin out in Maryland cuz they owned it and they were a little nicer about letting me watch that stuff and when you're visiting family your parents tend to be a little more, more liberal. Yeah. yeah, more laissez-faire about it. So, but the the part I saw in this Circuit City was like from when Linda Hamilton is sitting there scratching on the table, has the nuke flashback. Oh my god, you got go, to the go, like... Oh, goes off to like take out the 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 dude working on the chip and like the arm reveal. Holy shit, dude, you got to see like some of the most intense imagery of the movie. Yeah, so, That's like, after that, cool. I'm just like, 
oh, I need to see this movie. Like, oh, I'm about this movie. Like, I mean, I was like, shit, mm. dude. I was always like imagining, you, you know, you know, nine, ten year old you looking at the uh, this the screen at that store, and it was like the opening, you know, Future Wars battle. Like, that's oh no, what I was picturing, but no, oh, you no. don't get right to the most intense shit. Holy yeah. Fuck. So like, I saw that, and I was like. I need to know more about, like, I need to see this. Like, <laughs> so oh, man. And I take it so, once you finally did see it, it was, like, the most mind-blowing thing. Oh, I mean, I absolutely loved it. It's it's so fun. It It is wonderful. And, I mean, but at the same time, when you look at it today, visually it still holds up. Which Amazingly that right there well. yeah. is, is, a, is a real high high um bar to to achieve for a movie that came out 30 years ago at this point yeah 30 years okay you know it's it's so fucking crazy because when i you know i think when the first time i watched this and they kept saying august 29 1997 i always thought hey this movie must have come out in 97 like you know whatever and then i looked yeah. at it later on and i'm like oh, oh what no it came out in 91 right. And I this mean, is pre Jurassic Park, holy shit! Yeah, and I mean, like th the effects for T one thousand are amazing, and no surprise that the computer graphics like division of LucasArts had to go from six people to thirty six people. Yeah, and it cost them five point five million dollars for that three and a half minutes of footage. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? It Worth it. Yeah, it still holds up. Like it's still amazing. That that's yeah, no, it's crazy because you know you look at movies you know that had early CG in like 1993 or 1994. You know, other than with the exception of the man who really made these things possible, Stan fucking Winston, dude. Seriously, hats off to him. Like, yeah. uh, in, if, if he wasn't working on a movie with computer-generated imagery or really great effects uh, or, or eff like, effects-driven movies uh, in the early 90s, I guarantee you it would have aged, like, shite. Absolute yeah. and shite. And so much of what's in this movie was actually attended for the original Terminator. Yeah. But because of the technological limitations at the time, they didn't do it. Like... The liquid Terminator that was conceptualized for the original, the attack on Cyberdyne offices was conceptualized for the original, and it was literally after Cameron Raft doing the Abyss, he was like, "I think technology is at the point now where I can do this stuff. Let's yep. make another Terminator." Yeah, yeah, and uh, although it's really crazy because like that first one only cost like what six million dollars, seven million dollars. Really yeah, it cheap was movie. Really low budget. Uh, and it's amazing because people how how much people remember this one. Obviously, has a little bit bigger budget, just a little bit bigger, just, just, a, just and, a little bit. Yeah, and it, it kept, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it kept ballooning. It eventually came in, I think, about like a hundred and six million dollars somewhere. However, like that. It's nuts. however, the demand for this movie was so high, which this will tell you, like, when you want to talk about a star being on fire because yeah. of how big Arnold really was at that time. Yeah. He got paid $15 million for this movie. And the demand for for this movie and for Arnold was so high at that time that this movie was in the black before it released because of that. That's how much they got paid for the international release agreements. Whew. Jesus. Also, it made more money than the original Terminator 
in its first four days of release. Uh, that I believe, dude. And yeah. if you adjust for inflation, it is still the highest grossing R-rated movie ever made. Yeah, fuck you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. Oh, God. So, so for, if anyone's ever wondering why James Cameron is allowed to make whatever he wants, including like all these ridiculous Avatar sequels we're apparently getting, it's because he keeps making movies that print money. <laughs> Yeah, for real, dude. I mean, they might be expensive, but they print money. Yes, they do. Like, <laughs> shit, man. I mean, did, did you see how he like re-released Avatar in in China just to regain the the number one over Endgame, which is <laughs> so fucking petty. And yet, I have a weird respect for that in a weird way. Like, yeah, it's, but it's, it's only going to last until they do the 10th anniversary of Endgame and put that back in theaters and then whoop! It's, it's just gonna, it's they're just going to keep just, leapfrogging each other. It's, it's going to be so fucking funny to watch. It's, it's literally like watching uh, a, a, a very... Uh, a, a, the reversed po- uh, reverse uh, uh, scenario of rich people watching poor people doing the equivalent of a cockfight now it's uh, it's us wow. poor people watching these rich rich oh. idiots ha- like so, fight over their title something else i really want to mention here because i i i'd be willing to wager a lot of people who might tune into this uh could could be of a younger persuasion and for anyone who wasn't you know alive or of a certain age or older when this movie came out I can't really explain to you the kind of marketing blitz that was done for it. You could not escape knowledge of this movie. I mean, obviously there were toys for it, which were successful, even though it was an R-rated movie. It had kid toys that sold. Oh, yeah. But, like, there was an arcade game associated with it that was heavily advertised. And they had an Arnold lookalike obsessor who was talking about leading, literally, the Terminator lifestyle. Like, weird weird marketing stuff going on but like so everywhere and pervasive to the point where it's like you could not avoid this you knew about this movie even if you hadn't seen it yeah if for i mean hell like even it got this movie got so fucking blown out of proportion that they get a ride at universal studios t2 battle across in 3d battle across time uh by the way I have actually been to that, and it's kind of fucking dope. Not gonna lie, that <laughs> that that, that uh, show because it's like it's not really like a ride or anything. It's more like a 4D ride thing where they have a three. It, you're basically sitting in a movie theater, and they have a really sophisticated 3D uh, movie coming out because you know it was shot on a very specific format of 3D at the time. Uh, so you're basically watching a 3D movie and then props and actors and stunt people will blow up onto the actual stage. And so it becomes not just a movie, but also a stage show. So it's kind of like this weird 4D experience. At least that's the show that I've seen. I haven't seen, uh, how it's changed over the years, but it's still really fucking cool. Yeah. Also something, something this movie did, which was a lot more common, I would say, um, in this time period. It had a specific shot, standalone shot teaser trailer. Yeah, yeah. Um, which you know they 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 released it uh, pr- 
they they played it before Arnold's previous movie that was released a year or two beforehand. I can't remember which one right now. Um, I, don't uh, think, I it think it was for Predator, actually. Mm, was it? Predator sounds... Actually, no, too... yeah, yeah uh, well, that was 87. Predator Center. Yeah, hold on, let me... Maybe I'm sure was... I can find it real quick. Hold on. I well, like you... it's that thing. It's like I'll know it again when I see it. <laughs> yeah. Well, either way, this movie kind of got was amazing. Although you know, it's one of the most amazing things that uh, has spawned out of this. To- which... Total Recall. It was oh, played before Total Recall. Of course, Total Recall. Oh, right. That makes much more sense. Um, um, but another thing that really like just the insane amount of inspiration that this movie has sparked that I've found. Uh, there is. Actually, I forget exactly where this is from. Uh, I'm going to have to just, like, Google it real quick to, to, to confirm. But there was a fan-inspired uh, uh, stage show called Terminator the Second. And it, w- <laughs> and it was a... Uh, <laughs> no, it was, it, it, was a, uh, um, it was a stage show... Uh, and you can actually see clips of it online. I'll put a link in the description below for you guys. Um, but they, uh, it's a stage show uh, where they do the entire movie with some really good effects for a stage show, like like a fairly low-budget stage show. But it, the, the real gimmick is they mm-hmm. all talk in Shakespearean dialect. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's William Shakespeare's Presents Terminator the Second. Uh, and oh, uh, yeah, you can like you, you can uh, take a look at the uh, the soundtrack. There's a tr- there's a trailer on their website. Uh, they did like a move like they actually had a, a film crew record one of the shows, so you can check it out. And it's cu- and it's fucking awesome. It really is. Uh, one of my favorite things in there is uh, you remember uh, the, the line the immortal line "Hasta la vista, baby." You know what mm-hmm. it is in the, the the William Shakespeare version. You're going to love this. Parting is such sweet sorrow. Boom. (laughs) It's, it's kind of fucking cool, man. Uh, On that note, should we get into this? (laughs) Yeah, dude. Uh, I think the only, the the only other thing is, uh, uh, just when you're watching, like when you watch this, Sean, like, I just want you to do me a favor and just like, go back to that for your, the, your younger self. Let's watch this with a young set of eyes because, even though this movie is R-rated, it is it is kind of weirdly like built for you know the mind of a thirteen-year-old, you know. Well, I mean, it's not going to be hard because there's so much nostalgia chucked in with this movie, and I'll do my best. But I'm also full of trivia for it, which I will also be <laughs> part of related. Often. We're always full of trivia, dude. So okay, so folks, if you've got the uh, the Blu-ray or the the uh, DVD or whatever. Uh, it's it's on streaming. There's not a whole lot of places that it's streaming. I think there's it's uh, on this one weird site called File Philo File. I don't I don't know. Point is, if you get, if you've got a copy, queue it up because we are gonna get this. Uh, uh, this hold uh, on, we should we should clarify. We are doing the theatrical version. Oh yes, the, we, well I was about to yeah we're gonna be doing the theatrical cut, um, not the uh, the special edition or the fucking dumbass skynet edition but i'll get to that when we well i'll get to that after the the, the we could do it in post come on <laughs> yeah, fix it in post fix it in post <laughs> the worst three lines you could ever throw at any filmmaker especially on an effects driven movie like this um so that said if you guys got the blu-ray or the dvd 
Uh, hope you really got that really kick-ass metal DVD that they had back in the mid two thousands. I do. That shit was the fucking bomb. Um, so we'll get this bad boy started in three, two, one, click. And remember, folks, this is the theatrical cut, the two hour and seventeen minute cut, not the two and a half hour cut, the, not the special edition or that stupid Skynet version. Um, hey, uh, Tim, restart right now. Oh, okay. Hang on. Well, what? Ca ca start again. Count us in. Okay. Three, two, one, click. Yeah, mine and froze. I don't know why. So now we're good. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, just back up. I'm going to cut this, this part out of the podcast. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's fine. <clears throat> All right, so I'm just going to repeat what I said after we hit click. So, three, two, one, click. And remember, folks, this is the theatrical cut, not that stupid. Uh, the two-hour and 17-minute cut, the not the two-and-a-half-hour cut, the or the special edition one or the stupid Skynet edition. But, again, we, we'll get there when we get there. But, hey, it's – what was it? Uh, I, God, I can't remember, remember how to – Oh, here we go. Here we go. Dude. Okay, so the score. Remember <laughs> we talked about how speed really made that movie really fucking cool and yes. just got your um your blood pumping. Yeah, the score totally does it here, man. <laughs> Brad Fidel, man. Uh, by the way, um I'm curious what you thought of the uh, the first one in relation to this. Um, I mean, this, this just blows it out of the water completely. Okay, because I know a lot of people who weirdly have a higher uh, affection for the first one. And I'm... Wow. You, well, no, it's 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 because they're to totally different animals. It's kind of like uh, the Alien movies. The first one's more of a horror movie, and this one's more of an action movie. So mm -hmm. I, it's, uh, I like both kind of equally, but either way, I'm still here for it. Like, these are the... The only two yeah. Terminator movies that we can actually agree are true to God masterpieces. The rest oh, are either about it. the rest are either questionable or absolute shite. Oh, uh, I yeah. mean, I don't know. I think some of them are good. Just it's a matter of the continuity starts to get a bit yeah. wonky. That's wibbly so. wobbly, timey wimey stuff, dude. This shit here. Oh, oh man, yeah. The sound, the sound design, dude. If you're listening with us. Be sure to crank this shit, man. Especially this future war shit. Like, this is what I, Hollywood should sound like. And and I love the fact that it's like, from the start, you're hearing her voice. So it's like, you got her being the narrator. Yeah, it's just, oh. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking about the explosions. The, all these I know, but laser like, guns. And, oh, that's how that they line. bring you in. That she's involved, that she's here, and like it's gonna be about her without pew, even pew, showing her. Pew 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 pew. Hell yeah, explosions! Oh, this is back when a movie like actually made you give a shit about oh. explosions. Dude, look at this. Ready? Boom! And dual wielding Terminator. Fuck yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that is fucking cool. I don't care who you are. Like, look, I know that this war means nothing. And that it's just like a little glimpse, but holy fuck, do they make it look cool. 
And hell, right. you remember like in the original where they made it look really vague, but they had to do so because of a limiting budget, even though they really went above and beyond with what they could do with that first one. Here, holy shit, they're just like, dude, can you imagine if this, that whole sequence with the Future Wars, can you imagine if that was what Terminator Salvation looked like? Oh my god. Oh my <laughs> god, that would have been amazing. Holy shit, but instead we got fucking Terminator motorcycles during the day and just this dumb thing <laughs> with Sam Worthington's kid. Fuck that movie, man. I was so disappointed. And you know what's really sad? <laughs> I saw the teaser for Terminator Salvation in opening night of The Dark Knight, and as soon as the dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun-dun, mm-hmm. I was pumped. Oh. I'm like, holy fuck, we're getting a new Terminator? Hell yeah! And it was so disappointing, but oh, yeah. dude, this this opening sequence, this opening theme! Yeah. Hell yeah! Dude, with that with that starts to hit, the dun-dun-dun, you're just like, dun, dun. Yes! <laughs> yes! Oh, and even better is even like something that else no one else really talks about is the da da da. Dude, I love the visual of the playground on fire. Oh, dude, of all the things you could have like as a real visual weight to the Holocaust that was about to happen is in a playground. Oh, man. I don't, that, I know that had to have been like, you know, totally 100% James Cameron you know, his idea and whatnot, but dude, that is just brilliant. And the the yeah. visuals that Stan Winston created with these, like to get all these sets on fire and to photograph them the way he did. Dennis Muren, man, he's also one of the, he was, he got his start on star Wars, man. Yeah. Winston, Stan Winston. I cannot, I do not have enough respect for that man for real. Oh yeah. Um, it's so I, tra- I, I sad mean... that he died too, too early. Yeah, I, I, it's well. So many wonderful artists do, unfortunately. Uh, but the, I course. mean, he has he has definitely left a lasting legacy, and you know. Oh yes, bitch. Uh, yes, bitch. <laughs> yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. Fuck yeah! Oh, it's such a cool image. Yeah. Oh my god, where was this in the sequels? Like, a, a Terminator skeleton coming out of the fire? Fuck yeah! Truck! <laughs> oh, man, that is a memorable title sequence. That's how you do a fucking title sequence. And I also love how this shot, this shot, like, that when it swings over with the headlight, that kind of reminds me of the first shot of the first Terminator movie. I'm pretty sure it was done on purpose. And, of course the entrance of arnie with uh product placement by uh this 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 scene brought to you by dunkin donuts (laughs) it's worth the trip oh yeah sure (laughs) because when you think of terminators you clearly think of donuts but that was also the big dunkin advertising campaign at the time (laughs) did they really have like a dunkin advertisement not tied into Terminator, but like the the commercials at the time were Dunkin' Donuts is worth the trip. Oh, okay, I like got you. that was their tagline because I the was alive trip. during this time. It's worth the time trip, Sean. Oh, here we go, man. <laughs> I have come for the skinny dipping. <laughs> so, 
Something dude. has to be talked about this bar because apparently this bar was located across the street from where the Rodney King incident happened. And the Rodney King incident happened apparently while they were filming. Yeah, I heard so that. So they're one. That filming this movie, and one night while they're filming this these scenes, Rodney King's getting beaten across the street. That's fucked up, man. Oh, dude. This, uh, this, the way that these people react to him is amazing because i love i love the little touches they have on yeah. each little extra some so just... when the movie was going over budget an executive tried to pitch cutting this scene and Dude, arnold was just like only an executive would be that dumb to think that's a scene you cut <laughs> oh austrian schlong <laughs> like just Seriously though, like I love the reaction. You, this is a, so one of those... some 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 random woman wandered in one night. Like she wandered past all the crew and didn't realize like something was being filmed here and saw Arnold and his boxers. And Arnold just responded like when she was shot, she's just like, "What? It's male stripper night." And that's so funny because we all know what happens in Terminator Three where he walks. Exactly. In. That, that was such a dumb scene. <laughs> oh, dude, dude I, this right here though. The first time I saw this, it was just like the the reaction on his face is so well done. Like the fear, well, like no, the guy's like, what? Like that, it's that, like, that, what do you mean it's not happening? That's, yeah, that's, that's like, kind of my point of this. The scene is like, dude, you, uh, you, this makes me realize it, when you have extras in your movie, have them be extra. Oh, dude, this. Ow, right? ow, ow, oh, ow, yeah. ow, ow, ow. Oh, oh. I know that's just steam being blown. But god damn do they sell it. Ah, oh, god. Shit. Oh. Seriously though, the the extras in this scene are just exactly they're they're being extra with their performances. Like I love that the, they give like little bits of extra character touches to to really sell the moment. And it's not too generic at all. Okay. And this this song choice, <laughs> the Look, needle this drop. Should, this should not work. Okay, Sean, this song in this scene <laughs> should not work. It really is stupid when you get down to it. But it but does. Fuck, it works. It does work. Oh, dude, I just noticed. Did you see the guy is still on the uh, the top of that car, rolling around in pain? <laughs> say what now <laughs> seriously low it's so corny and dumb but god damn if this song doesn't work <laughs> Thump. <laughs> you know it, to be honest though if this i did i did just catch up there yeah you're right that, that is very good continuity oh shit you know if this was the first one Arnold totally would have just, like, put that gun in his mouth and pulled the trigger. Oh, dude, everyone would have been dead, which is your first clue that he is now good. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's really sad, though, because this movie literally ruins one of the best aspects of these movies, which is you don't know who's who's the, who's the after uh, uh, the target and who's here to protect it. You know, because that was like yeah. one of the things that kept you in suspense throughout most of the first movie. Like Kyle Reese could be looking is looking for the same th person 
And right. uh, but, you're I not mean, sure but, until the moment comes that you realize who's here to kill and who here's to, to protect. Yeah, but you know what? I don't think that scene for sure is, is a deal breaker in that regard. Oh, it's definitely not. It's just like, but it's, I'm just saying that the trailers for this movie totally ruined that. Oh, no, no, no. The original trailers kept it ambiguous. They only did trailers later for it after the movie was out and it was known. Oh, Before really? release, they kept it ambiguous, so you didn't know if he was good or bad. Oh, because I once remember it the teaser trailer didn't yeah, say anything. No, yeah, once it was released and started to be, and like became big, then they had different trailers. Oh. But the original okay. trailers literally kept it ambiguous. Okay. Oh, shit. We got Robert Pattinson. Or, not Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Actually, not gonna lie. If they bring back if, if Robert Pattinson as a uh, T one thousand, that'd be really fucking cool. But Robert Patrick, I mean, he, he could yes. do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's actually crazy. Uh, Robert Patrick actually went to a, uh, a screening where we both went to college at Bowling Green State University. That's his on the matter. Huh. Yeah. He actually he uh, he was in acting school uh, at BGSU. Uh, and he actually went went to a screening of this movie for an anniversary uh, at the Clazelle. Oh, like back fun. When, yeah, back when it was still a theater. And apparently, from what I've been told, he was stupid drunk. <laughs> 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 so, but it's BG, so that kind of makes sense. Well, yeah, it's like shit happens when you come back and see all your old people. <laughs> uh, yeah, especially in a college town. Holy fuck. But apparently he was just like hammered. At least that was. And, and here we go. One of the biggest bands in the world at the time. Biggest band in LA for sure. And you have them doing a song just for the movie. Guns N' Roses. And later uh -huh. on in the movie, we have Guns N' Roses. Exactly. Which is such a. Look, that is such a stupid on the nose thing, but fuck if it ain't cool when it works. <laughs> what oh my god oh, jesus like his foster dad is such <laughs> he's such, <laughs> he's like have you ever been like seen friends who have been in bad relationships and the guy just like does nothing <laughs> yes fuck if i if this if this isn't this guy i love the public enemy shirt <laughs> todd fuck you todd <laughs> Like, he doesn't give a shit. He's like, I'm, I'm too fucking... I cannot even explain to you how Southern California those two are. Like, I grew up in San yeah. Diego. Like, that is not uncommon. Yeah, I believe it. Holy fuck, man. Yeah, so uh, I would love ripped. to point out that, like, her workout regimen for this was so successful that when Arnold first, like, spoke to her on set, he complimented her you for how ripped she was. A compliment? from mr universe man that's mm -hmm. fucking intense and of you course, know you did well and earl bowen is dr silverman dude i actually love the fact that he's like one of the more consistent things in here i even kind of liked his cameo in terminator 3 that was like one of the few moments in terminator 3 that i liked so something i like is that um when it comes to combat training uh both um linda hamilton and uh um Oh gosh, what's his face? Um, Patterson. Um, yeah. 
Pat- Robert Patrick. Sorry, Patrick. Patrick, yeah. <laughs> hey, you got me doing it now. Uh, <laughs> Robert Patrick. They had the same Israeli combat trainer, and both of them beca- were so proficient with firearms that it impressed the heck out of James Cameron, and he literally just, just like would let them keep their their scenes in. They didn't have to be done up in post because that's how good they got from their shit. trainers. That's some intense shit. I also really like that where he's like, Hi, Dr. Silverman. How's the knee? (laughs) (laughs) Boy, you can just imagine the kind of shit that she's been through in the last couple of years. Also really found this shot really annoying where they all just kind of nose it, literally nose into. Right. So some, this is something fun. Some locals, when they had the sign redone to say, you know, to to make the place an asylum and some locals came out to protest because they didn't want an asylum in their backyard and they had to explain to them that's like, no, 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 it's for a movie. Like, they caught on pretty quick, but there was a protest against there being an asylum. Wow. <laughs> that's some convincing set dressing. Right? What's he done now? I, lo- I love that they imply the history of these characters just through a little bit of lines of dialogue, you know? Right. <laughs> Ooh, man he's actually kind of when you like knowing what he is now it's actually kind of like really chilling to watch the, him be super kind yeah <laughs> so he uh his performance in die hard 2 actually is what brought him to cameron's attention to cast him for oh I, I totally believe that oh yeah hacking in don't you just love that even this little scene here gets a payoff <laughs> yeah easy money dude that mullet is legendary <laughs> oh my god i know right that is super fucking 90s. Look, dude, he's even wearing a Guns N' Roses shirt, man. Well, yeah. Really deep into this uh, this kind of promo. <laughs> if only it were that simple so nowadays. Mo- most, most of Edward Furlong's dialogue had to be redone in post because this movie took so long to, sh- to film, he was going through pr- puberty and his voice changed. Yep. Also, first movie... Yeah. The fucking picture. Mm-hmm. You know, I really wonder what happened to this kid. Not, not, uh, uh, John. I want to know what this kid's character, uh, what, what happened to him after, uh, um, Oh, yeah. Terminator, uh, after this movie. Because I imagine it's kind of in the same ra- realm of where Kitster was in Star Wars. Where he's like, I'm best friends with Anakin Skywalker. He leaves to go to the Jedi Order, never hear from him again. And you're just like, what happened to his character? And, well, you know, it's actually really funny because, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, what's his, Trevor Moore, um, one of the dudes from Whitest Kids You Know, he has Mm -hmm. a comedy music album. And one of the songs is called Kitster's Song, where he's working at the Moss Eisley Bar, just thinking, why don't you call call me, Anakin? Maybe maybe he, Trevor Moore should do a sequel to that. Only it's with uh, this kid from Terminator Two. So, 
The oh, only the only real continuity issue for me in the movie is obviously there has to have been some kind of substantial time cut. Mm-hmm. I think this movie's supposed to like actually take place in like ninety five or ninety six. Right, but or no, no, but what I mean is it has to be a substantial time cut of, between him giving that tour and her being belligerent and her being like, I've been on good behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Although this sequence, dude, Linda Hamilton acts her ass off man oh yeah i mean this is probably her one of her finer uh performances not just the, yeah. as this character but just this scene you know yeah and I, I mean i'm i know that uh that um cameron pushed for her to get an oscar nomination which unfortunately she didn't get but yeah. i mean she does deliver a hell of a performance in this movie yeah dude i mean i know she uh he did kind of the same thing with uh uh um ellen ripley and aliens and she actually yeah. got nominated didn't win yeah. but hey dude uh, so i would have loved to see at least well, her get nominated here because this what should be noted though this is the only sequel in the 20th century where the original got nominated for no oscars and the sequel got nominated and won oscars only sequel in the 20th century to do that fascinating I know weird stuff. You also gotta love. I really love how they keep this the tone of this whole this whole scene here. Like after they yeah. shut off the TV, it's very. But like you have the mirror quiet. in the background, you can see her angry face. Mm-hmm. But it's still it's very, very calm, very quiet. Mm-hmm. Trying to keep it professional, trying to keep it calm. And then it gets your ears pulled back when she finally yeah. snaps. Oh, man, dude. So even, like, in the back of her, you can see behind her eyes the desperation that she yeah. wants to get the fuck out of here. So I know that there was a, uh, a show called the Sarah Con- Connor Chronicles and whatnot. Um mm-hmm. Was that before or after this this movie, or in continuity-wise? Oh, after. Um, okay. Or at least the little bit of it I saw, because they were uh, they were talking about 9-11, so it was clearly post-9. Okay. Because, like, I only saw, like, one episode, and I really wasn't impressed, but they were referencing post-9-11 stuff. So it was like, okay. See, to me, now that's just, like, a really wasted opportunity, because I kind of want to know what happened to her exactly like i want to see her weird misadventures from 1984 to here and how she got Mm. into the mental hospital like that would have been a really interesting journey to to watch and see and to kind of just feel the heartbreak of uh um the fact like you know her and john john's relationship deteriorating yeah but but from when they decided to do that it would have been really hard to do that kind of de-aging at that point probably miles dyson Mm-hmm. Once again, Joe Morton, man, he is the bridge between this episode and the last. Yep. <laughs> oh, and this, this it came from. <laughs> don't ask, because they don't know either. Oh man, dude, it just dawned on me that this whole introduction shot to miles dyson mm-hmm. and the cyberdyne this is all one take uh-huh i just realized I love that it. 
holy shit. Yeah, like that's that's one of the things I love about this movie is like there really aren't wasted shots. No, no, there isn't. Oh, dude, right here. Okay. I mean, and the fact yeah. that this this movie had, I think it was something like a million feet of film. Oh was yeah, made I believe it for this. I believe but, like, it. When when it when it's edited and put together, it is it flows perfectly and like nothing is wasted. The um, uh huh, dude. Okay, I'm not gonna lie, I've been. I mean, just because finances have been ridiculous in the last year and a half, um, I've been wanting a replica of the arm. Oh, that'd in be cool. my collection and on display on my desk, like that, dude. That shit is. Bitchin. I would, if anything, I would love to learn how to 3D print that thing in pieces, put it together, ah. and paint it chrome. Oh, that'd be fucking cool. Get a glass case over it. Maybe get a replica of the chip too, and be like, I I work for Cyberdyne. Oh <laughs> uh, boy. <laughs> yep. See, that's what i meant like this they, they're, oh, they're very, i love it the skill of keeping the conversation very light and very calm and then to pull it back with the contrast that's classic staging that's that's what you know you got know what they're doing and i also love this i don't know why this works but this line I don't know why that works, but yeah. it just does. Yeah, well, all of those little things work. It's great. Ah, <laughs> oh, the L.A. River. <laughs> Going through L.A. traffic. Easier said than done. Target acquired. Easier done on a motorcycle, though. Oh, I know, right? This Terminator really knows how to ride. I didn't realize they, well, I mean, I guess that they would, considering, you know, Terminator Salvation put in that whole stupid thing that <laughs> there are Terminator motorcycles, which is fucking dumb. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, there's another thing. Those two little girls, um, it's kind of a fan theory that uh, uh, they were... Um, uh, one of them was supposed to be Catherine Brewster, John Connor's wife, in the future. Ah. That was supposed to be one of them, which is kind of a cool little so, fan theory. Something that's not in the extended cut, but that was filmed, was they actually end up laughing at the cop for not knowing what the Galleria is. Oh, and yeah, he's that's like, funny. I'm new. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I wish that they had filmed? Where I want to see where, the, uh, where Arnold uh, bought those roses. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine how awkward that must have been? I love the fact that they have John playing missile uh, mission control, oh, yeah, which right? is shooting down nukes in a movie about the world getting nuked. <laughs> did you did you ever play uh, Did you ever play that in, back in the day? Cause I oh, bet yeah, this, yeah. I bet this. Dude, I, I, arcades were a thing when I was still young, man. Yeah, man, that shit was your, the scene to be at, man. That's a friend right there, you guys. Yep. That is a friend. Cop spoke, sc scoping out for you. 
You you get the get them the fuck out of there. Oh shit. Also, fuck that kid. <laughs> Seriously, right? <laughs> Oh fuck! And that's the last we see of that kid. He's yep. No, I hope he Hit went on to. I I, I wonder. I wonder if he like thinks about. He's like, holy shit! That he, John was all over the news the next day. You're not either, dude. You want to get the fuck out of there? Oh this shit! This is so fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> guns and rose. Oh man. It's so cheeky and on the nose, but fuck if it looks cool. Uh, oh, so by the way, you were talking about in Speed, last episode, there needed to be uh -huh. more collateral damage and whatnot. Right. Well, is this collateral damage enough for you? This this one guy, this one innocent bystander here? Dude, there's a lot of collateral damage <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> Fuck, dude! I love the mainly because the T one, mainly because the T one thousand just does not give a shit. Dude, these gun sound effects are fucking awesome. This yep. is how you do it in an action movie. Dude, the I love the sound effects for all the T one thousand stuff, and oh, I mean, you right? can look at the details of how they did that. So many interesting little ways, oh, which dude. that's how you always do sound. You find weird little ways to make it cool. You know. It's amazing how well that CG is aged. Like, the fact that this was 30 years ago. 30 years ago in yeah. the infancy of the, the the art. And it yep. looks this good still. Holy shit. Oh, now this is cool. Just wham! Foreshadowing! <laughs> <laughs> he looks at the mannequin. I love it. I love it. Oh, no, this little bit. I didn't know this until, like, very recently, but the guy taking photos there, that's uh -huh. totally the same officer that Arnold knocked out in the first one. Ah. Like, when he when he's, like, slams his head against the police uh, the poli cop car and then takes off with it, yeah, that's totally the mm. same guy. And even James Cameron's like, yeah, that's totally the same character, hence the reason why he's like, like, holy shit, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> he came back. I'll be back. Oh, this fucking shit, dude. Dude, Robert Pattinson, the way he runs is so fucking crazy and intense. He, dude, he trained with a running trainer specifically to learn how to run and breathe only through his nose. Damn. And he was actually so fast, he could catch up to the dirt bike. He oh, had Jesus. to slow down. They had He had to slow down for these things because he was Robert fast Patrick enough was... to catch up. Robert Patrick to run down that bike. Robert Patrick was too good at his job, man. Yep. <laughs> he fucking would have caught him, man. Damn, dude, these stunts, for real. Like, it's not trivial to jump out of a moving no. semi-truck. And then to not just have that, but all these car wrecks? Like, god damn. These action sequences are nuts. And the fact mm -hmm. that this is, what, this is almost 100% in camera. Yeah. Fucking hell. Jesus. 
just when you thought you were it was safe to go back into the spillway. <laughs> Have you ever like actually biked around the uh, the spillways in LA? Because I know San Diego's no. not that far. No. Okay. Oh fuck this shit. Holy crap! Oh, dude, the telephoto shot with that dude. God damn these stunts. You don't why, man? I look. I understand why they we don't get action movies like this now anymore, but fuck, they don't make them like they used to. Right. And now we have Arnold joining the chase. Shotgun twirling. I love it. Wait for it. Dude, he he messed up his hand so bad doing that. Dude, I messed up my hand doing that. Because, look, (laughs) were you among all the many youths that tried to mimic that that shotgun twirl? Because I tried it, and I could never get it to work. No, because I didn't have a shotgun. <laughs> I had like a BB gun with that had a similar crank. Um, uh. So I attempted it, and uh, I never got it to work. Yeah. Boom. It took so, like, to perfect that, to get him to perfect that, took a long time. Oh, all of this took forever, man. Yeah, and Pow. also sometimes when he would... Oh. Uh, there it is. When John... When John's on the bike and he's doing the twirl, he would. There were times where one time he accidentally hit him so hard with the gun he almost knocked him out. Yeah, dude, they're using real guns there. I ain't. I used to say when Edward Furlong's on the bike, but John Connor, whatever. (laughs) Woo! Low bridge. Yep, that was. They didn't originally intend to do that until they realized the bridge was too low, and then they just said, "Well, we're gonna have to scrape the roof off." (laughs) And it looks fucking intense. Like like the way he comes back up. And in there and just knocks the windshield all the way. So cool. So and cool. And this. Yo. Jump. Fuck yeah. Fuck some yeah. Ca- some cables were used to reduce the impact, but that jump actually did happen, even though some cables were used. Who cares, man? I don't care right? how they did it. It looks fucking cool. That's the, that's the thing about this sequence. You like, I don't even care how they did it anymore. I'm just so wrapped up in, in the effects and the, the sequence. I mean, literally each shot is done differently to get this sequence to work. And holy shit, does it work when it's all cut together. Woo-hoo! Oof. And then it's not enough to just crash the thing. Blow it up! It's an action movie. More explosions! In your face, Michael Bay. That shit looks way better than anything you ever did. Oh, hey, check it out. It's the, the movie Rubber. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> and again, I love how the Terminator has that signature bike slide to, to move. Yep. Oh, this shot here, man. You get That's that's what these those other movies were missing. A Terminator emerging from the flames. Man, that CG is just too fucking good. Yeah. For 1991, it looks good by today's standards. 
You remember that Mortal Kombat movie that came out like less than like f- five years after this? Yeah. The CGI. Oh my god, it looks terrible. <laughs> I think it was exactly five years after this, but I could be mistaken. It, I think it was like '95 or whatever. So, oh, okay. so it doesn't matter. Years. It doesn't matter. The fact is, it's like movies five years after this looked way shittier. Oh, I love this where he like has to check out the bullet holes. Dude, they mo- they ruined so many of these jackets. Dude, they- <laughs> can you imagine? Like that's where the budget really went is not just the effects, but also all the different stages of the costuming and makeup. Yeah, or the fact that they had to pay Arnold fifteen million. Oh my god, dude! Right. And gave him an airplane. Well, no wonder this guy just loves this movie, because he was set up for basically (laughs) life. I guess I would promote this movie 30 years after the fact if I got that much money in a plane. Oh, dude, that should be the tagline of this movie. (laughs) Holy shit, this is intense. I think uh, even Honest Trailer is one of the... Again, I love these guys. They always manage to hit exactly the right beats of what these movies are. Um, But it's like, you know, from the story of, like, E.T., The Iron Giant, Mac and Me, a a kid befriends a a strange, out-of-place science fiction MacGuffin. Only this time, (laughs) it's fucking intense. way more advanced nope (laughs) (laughs) you gotta love how he gives all this exposition and we just eat that shit up despite the really Mm -hmm. thick accent Something, I guess, that they decided to keep in the later movies. Like, uh, I think in... Um, I didn't actually see it, but apparently, like, 90% of the uh, uh, the exposition from Terminator Genesis uh, is from Arnold himself. What? Like, he gives, like, 90% of the, uh, the, the exposition, and it's weird, because you think, why would we give that to the guy with the really thick accent? But... Dude, I, I love this scene. Oh, like the I know, first right? time I saw it, I was like, what? Yeah. Once again, keeping that little motif of uh, dogs being untrustful to, uh, to Terminators, <laughs> which I really dig. And then you don't see anything. You don't know yep. what the hell happened there. You're just like. Wait for it. Oh, shit. Nope. Nope. Now this shot here, man. 
Holy fuck, that's intense. Right? Dude, just I'm, I, it always just blows my mind thinking about the mechanics to get shots like that. And then, of course, there are shots like this that still blow my mind, is having a character morph from one actor to another in the same yep. shot. That's in 1991. I guarantee yeah. you, every VFX artist would have said, "Fuck you, Cameron. <laughs> Fuck you. There's no way you can do that." That's why three and a half minutes cost 5.5 million dollars. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Also, really, oh, uh, what makes me appreciate this movie even more, and makes me uh, pissed off more about like early, these later movies. Um, in Terminator 3, there's the shot of where uh, Catherine Brewster's uh, then fiance or whatever, like the Terminator, you know, kills him and assumes his identity. First off, they ruin that reveal, which is really fucking dumb to take away the shock value. But there's a shot where they, because I remember watching the making of where they're like uh, uh, watching him turn, go from uh, one actor to another, and how they had to do all this sophisticated motion tracking and things like that uh and how they wanted it to have it in one shot and i'm like oh that's really cool and then i want to watch the movie they cut from that shot from where she's uh from one actor to another and they insert it with a reaction shot making that all that r&d worthless mm. so it's just it's things like that where i'm like it, it's where you really have to know what who's uh you have to really understand uh, what you're going for and have a strong vision to to carry over while you're shooting it. I, I love this right here, though. It's like she's playing it off, but, like, she's actually very aware, grabs the paperclip, like... Yeah, she, like, she, she can't let them know anything. Yeah, it's, it's, it's sequences like this. Like, how amazing would this be as, as like, a series as it starts with the birth of John Connor in like 1985. And it's a, like, you know, like a two or three season show where, you know, it's Sarah Connor raising John and it, and it's, uh, and it basically ends with the, uh, the start of uh, Terminator two. Yeah. That'd be kind of a cool little thing. Like it'd be a little bit of what clone wars was with uh, episode two and three, you know? I can see it. Yeah, it'd be kind of cool. I'd like to see that kind of a show. Hey, James Cameron, when you're done with Avatar, you know, in the next 50 years or whatever, produce that shit. Because <laughs> I feel like uh, doing any more movies for the Terminator right now, it's just the, the timeline's so fucked up. It's just like, just do like a prequel or something. Don't you just love how this kid, like, legitimately <laughs> swears and acts like a little punk? Yep. This really was <laughs> kind of like one of the uh, the better child performances of the 90s, wasn't it? I mean, great. Wait. Great first performance. <laughs> because you told me to.
oh shit, I have my own Terminator? <laughs> now pick your nose. <laughs> now pick your nose. Oh shit. <laughs> oh fuck. Ow, 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 ow. Ho. Boy, don't you love how the kid has to be the adult in this situation? Right. <laughs> I love that response. That's oh, it's so good. It's like, I'm programmed to protect, but I'm still programmed to kill. I'm still a Terminator. It's in the name. I terminate. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't know so he's literally acting like a kid and the kid's the one who's trying to explain to him why not this is not a good idea <laughs> it really isn't a good idea though although i really love how he finds this loophole with this guy later oh <laughs> yeah like, it's great shoots him in the kneecaps and he's like he'll live <laughs> Oh shit, dude! Is, so, is this the ultimate uh, "all cops are bad" movie? <laughs> <laughs> is this is this like the epitome of that? Is like I, I feel like that's how it is. I mean, it, it, it's hard to straight go with that just because of you know. In some cases, they're just trying to do their job, but how can you actually know the situation? They're super. There's like science fictiony weirdness, tiny yeah. stuff going on. Still, oh, there is no look. You can defend or or disdain or whatever, but there is no defense against this. Oh no no what no! no, no. What yeah, is no. this? What is this? Yeah. What no. is this scene? This is the one scene that I'm like, what the hell is going on? There's a uh, you know for this uh, is per per showing the realities of what it's like to be institutionalized. Unfortunately, welcome to America. Oh. I would like to point out that uh, Linda Hamilton actually learned how to pick a lock for this scene. Like, she took lock picking lessons for this upcoming scene here. Dude, Linda Hamilton, she, you know, it really pisses me off that she got to come back for Terminator Dark Fate. And while she was legitimately one of the best things of it, man, her skills as an actress was just so wasted on that movie. <laughs> Because it was... Eh, well. Did you see Dark Fate? I did. It's... Uh, like, I wanted that one to... Because I heard, like, oh, wait, well, no, this one's yeah, look, actually kind of good. Uh, it uh, wasn't. Like, it really wasn't. Yeah. Especially the fact that it goes, like, full Aliens 3, where they just, you know, 
<laughs> like nothing in the, that last movie meant anything. The sacrifice, the the struggle, all of it meant for shit because John Connor yeah. spoilers gets blown away in the first five minutes. Yeah, I will admit it's a strong it's a strong opening, but it was not justified, at least not to me. Oh shit. <laughs> so I, so uh we mentioned that robert pattinson would have been a really interesting choice as a t-1000 which i'd like to see actually but that right there that was robert pattinson doing his batman <laughs> <laughs> oh this scene here dude so yeah this uh this actor is actually uh one of they're, him and his brother are identical twins. Yeah, and that's and how they were, they were used, able to do that. Yeah, and they were used somewhat liberally uh, during this time in Hollywood when you needed to have these kind of dual shots. Well, yeah, because a lot of them, you're like, oh, that had to just be like a split uh, split shot and it's composited together. But no, they they actually went the further distance. But, dude, this shot here, wait for it. Oh, yeah. Where he... Holy... Dude, these effects. Yup. Fuck! Look, that should not look good thirty years later. But it does. Holy shit! And what you know? What's even really even more clever about this this particular scene right here? The sound design. Mm -hmm. The pouring of the coffee weirdly fits in with the metallic sounds that they create for the Terminator here, which I'm like, that's fucking brilliant. That's going above and beyond the creativity. And I also even like uh, uh, this little shot here where um, where he peels off the floor. That's fucking cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is so cool. And then the scariest. Ah! <laughs> oh! Ah! That just always unnerves me. And I know that's a prosthetic head, but... Uh, uh, so unsettling and dude stan winston just cannot give enough praise for the technical stuff that he was creating for this movie come on you can do it I imagine for shots like this, uh, Robert Patrick gave him some acting coaching about how to <laughs> to walk and get that yep. th that crazy stare for target and search and destroy. All right, so we mentioned how awful uh, asylums and uh, uh, institutions are in here, but dude, if you're seeing a broken broom handle like that, that should be like grounds for an alarm right there. Ow! Hey, ow, guess what? Ow, ow. She actually hit him. Yeah. That is real film. <laughs> ow. That's probably why that, that scene always really... Because there's not a whole lot of times in movies where I'll see someone, you know, hit someone with like a baseball bat or a blunt object or whatever. There are times where I see those and I don't really feel the force. I feel the force every time I oh, see yeah. that shot. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. God damn. And also, dude, the, I love the way that she's moving. 
now. Mm-hmm. You notice how light on her feet she is? Like, she is moving like a... Fu- she's almost moving like a boxer. Oh, shit. Stealth mode. <laughs> oh, this... And right here, look, this is the one of the few times where they kind of cheese out a little bit. Yeah. Which, well, you know, I, mean, I, I don't on. care. I, yeah, I don't care. Like, that's fine. If you want to cheat that a little bit, fine. I don't care. You've already got my money. You had my money with the Future Wars sequence. Right. <laughs> and that was the first two minutes of the damn movie. Ow, 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 ow. Also, Al. <laughs> this line. This line uh, coming up, though. So good. Oh, that's... Yeah, the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fuck the implied yeah. threat. Like, that's Fuck one. Yeah. And that shot, and like the terror in his eyes while she's filling the syringe. That's, that's some great direction there. Oh. Did you actually see Terminator 3? Oh, yeah, I've seen them all. Okay, so uh, you saw uh, uh, his little cameo in Terminator 3 is like one of my favorite bits where he's like, when you get into these hostage situations, you see things, <laughs> imagine things, crazy things, yeah. insane things. They take years to... Get over. Oh, I missed Pow. Yeah. <laughs> Just put pressure on it. You'll be fine. Took the gun, took the magazines. Go <laughs> <laughs> live. Now we come into hostage crisis. Oh, shit. God damn, Linda Hamilton. She, you know, I'm yep. really kind of I'm really kind of pissed off that she didn't at least get the nomination for best actress. I think they won for best supporting. Oh, did they? I'm not sure, but regardless, I mean, it's a great performance. <laughs> I think weirdly she does have the best performance of the movie. Maybe a, a close second is uh, Edward Furlong. Yeah, I mean, for for this being Edward Furlong's first movie, what a what a strong performance out the gate. No kidding. Just wish that. Oh man, he. I, I just wish he could have continued and didn't fall into the uh, horrible, horrible tendencies that child actors get in uh, in Hollywood, man. Because it's, uh, well. it's it's off. it's it is a tough uh environment to traverse it really is especially even if you don't for have... even for a, right even for adults and i mean for a child 
If you Ooh. don't have someone who is really guiding you through it, yeah, it, it can it, it gets really rough. Oh god. And break it off. Oh, brilliant. That'll buy her some time. And the way they film this and show her speed, it's yeah, just like, man. oh. I, I really want to know if the uh, the camera operators are having a hard time keeping up with Hamilton. Because the way she's jacked, god damn, she's probably got some speed on her. And then, of course. And the, the right oh. Dude, this reveal. Dude, just can you imagine the the shit going through her mind? She, but she goes from fully confident to oh shit, oh shit, oh shit in a split second. And I'm gonna be honest with you right here, that was probably the best looking Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator shot that we've ever seen when he comes out of the elevator. Don't worry, he's reprogrammed. Ow! Ooh. Ow! Don't man, don't you remember the days when you actually threw human bodies through <laughs> fake glass all the time? I miss yep. that. I miss that Get a lot. More sugar glass. I I miss those days when they had the breakaway glass. You don't see that anymore. And if it's they you do, it's always like this hyper, overly produced CGI stuff. You know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So good. And also, don't you just love how uh Dr. Silverman is just standing there in the background and then yep. this shit ha oh, uh, this shit. This shit. Dude, these effects. What? Holy shit. And Dude. the syringe cap falling out of his mouth. I love that they keep that little touch that the gun has to didn't quite go through, and he had to just adjust. Uh huh. It. That little touch is what makes that. And of course, it's not enough to just do stuff like that. They have this shit here. Yeah. Holy fuck! And now, bam. That's not CG, kids. That is a practical effect. That is a puppet. That's CG, though, but it still looks pretty right. fucking good. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit, though. That's Because that's the genius of Cameron, man, is every other shot, it's a different effect. And when you cut it together faster than the eye can read, you just your eye just kind of gives up and just accepts what is happening is happening. You know? Get down lower. Seriously, she should be shooting from the floor. Ooh. Yeah, that's 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 what happens. But like the sound effect of that cutting is just like oh. Yeah, man. This dude, the sound design is so superb in this movie. I think that's one. Uh, wasn't that one of the uh, the the, the uh, yeah that, that those, those were a couple of the Academy Awards that it won. Yeah. Well, I Damn. mean, you, you can't, I mean, 
no surprise that this this movie won, you know, for technical Oscar. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. Knocked out. Dude. Okay, can we talk oh. about how they get the reflections even correct? Yeah. How, okay, there was a, there's this little thing called bump the lamp in the, in the yeah. late 80s. They literally bump the lamp on that where they go above yep. and beyond to get all the weird, crazy lighting. Look at this. Look at the uh-huh. light. The, how it whip pans. Dude. Also, you got to really love how uh, um, <laughs> I, I just love the score for this, the, 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 ter- the Terminator. This is a video game sequence right here, and I'm kind of here for it. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man, dude, she is just killing it. Well, she spent Woo! a lot. Well, one, the actress did a lot of gun training, and then she... And then the character spent years training to be, you know, a martial badass with everything. Point is, that shit pays off on camera, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, this shit here. Oh, man. This is some of the most terrifying stuff. Because this thing will not... Look, you, in the first one, you got you really did get that sense that the, the first Terminator would not stop. Here? Holy shit. Yeah. And I think it's even up to not just uh, uh, the ante isn't just upped by uh, the technical sequences and whatnot, but also the fact that he's trying to murder a child. Right. For some reason, that just really amps it up. And look, I know that those yeah. those are rubber, but the sound design just sells that shit. I believe that's metal. Yep. And you know this is the one sequence where I thought I should I kind of wish there was a little bit more payoff cuz he touched the the turn he got he touched the the metal which means right. once it's reassimilated into him which is a cool shot really like that's yeah mm. um but I figured because he sh- uh touched him he could now turn into John Connor if need be Ah uh, except they talk about of a similar size Probably too much of a size differential with how small he is. I guess you're right. Infrared. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So cool. (laughs) Really? Not happy to see me? You're just checking my, my... Jesus. You know, though, I mean, you, you get there after a traumatic experience. I mean, when I crashed my car into trees at 70 miles an hour, when my car came to a rest, my first thing was just like, oh, okay. Are you, uh, it's like, oh, I'm padded all see, over, uh, like, am I all right? Am I alive? Did you ever see uh, True Lies, the movie made uh, after? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you remember that part where Tom Arnold gets shot at by the terrorist? Uh, he hides <laughs> exactly. And he has to check himself and then he immediately grabs his crotch and he's like, oh, thank God. Thank God. Yep. <laughs> 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 so, 
So, doesn't like the, the Terminator is supposed to be like a program with basic psychology to understand humans? Yeah, but he still doesn't have emotions. I guess that's fair. Let me tell you. <laughs> I love that. That's a, it's that's the a good story. Idea. That smolder. That you know what? I bet that look right there is what The Rock based his entire career on. Just that <laughs> that smolder. And there's the basis of pretty much all the other Terminators in the future. Yep. <laughs> hey, I like your. I like this thing that you've got. I'm gonna kill you <laughs> and use it. So is this place abandoned or? Uh, I'm gonna go with no because the lights on out, out, out right above them there, but it's overnight. No one's there. I guess so. Keep in mind, head. electronic alarms were not, like, uncommon, but not super common at this time. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's such a cool... <laughs> the way the light has raised through yep. the... That's just awesome. That's how you do some photography right there. You know, there is one sequence from the uh, uh, the special edition that I kind of wish was in the original cut, was when they pull out the uh, the, the chip out of yeah. his head. Because um, first off, if you, I mean, you guys can like you know check out that version of the movie as well. Um, but uh, one thing that uh, that because that sequence actually has some of the better uh, uh, practical yeah. effects in there. I mean, like I, when they open I his mean, head up, oh, it's cool. While I enjoy that scene, you know, it sets up this whole kind of subplot of, like, her super not trusting him and wanting to destroy him. And it's not bad, but, like, I understand why, time-wise, it just was not going to work. Hey, but at least they still hint at it in this shot here, you know? Where yeah. she's just kind of watching him. And I also love how he literally does not move. That's awesome. Punch the glass. Seriously, like in the late 80s and early 90s, it was just like a parade of... Oh, I love this. <laughs> yes. Well, he does later, and uh, there is a cool payoff, so yeah. Um, but man, don't you... Like in the late 80s and early 90s, there was just this like barrage of fake glass stunts uh, in action oh, yeah. movies. like. Dude, sugar that. glass, we need more of. That's all I I'm missed, saying. Yeah, dude, I missed that. Fucking Robo... Dude, RoboCop had a shitload of that. We need, uh -huh. to, do, we need to do RoboCop one of these days, because that is a badass movie. Another movie that had a great teaser was uh, for... I think it was RoboCop 2. The teaser for it was amazing. Or it might have been 3, regardless, yeah. And it didn't it was, turn out very it, well. <laughs> Well, no, but it, it didn't end up being in the movie, but, like, he shoots all around a guy's head. The guy, his cigarette falls out, and he's like, thank you for not smoking. <laughs> There's this. the line. Yep. He said Te the thing. Teaching, teaching him how to talk. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, I kind of wanted in. Uh, I kind. I, I know it's supposed to be just between him and Arnold, uh, but I kind of wish it was like the three of them in the same frame, where Linda Hamilton's character is just rolling her fucking eyes. Almost. <laughs> I, I just love how she's just like. She's in so her own detached. head. Like, yeah, she's so yeah. detached from everything. And you know, okay, so it's really... I find this movie really fucking bold that uh, in the slow scenes, they'll show the scenes like this about, you know, kids playing with toy guns. Uh-huh. And how it's like, yeah, we're not going to make it. And how... Uh, or he has, says this really poignant line. Like, that shit is super poignant and poetic, and I really appreciate that. But don't you just love how they drop that shit, like, less than an hour later and make guns look like the coolest fucking thing ever? <laughs> it's an action movie. Of yeah, course it's going to make guns look like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, for real. Like, it's still like, look, I, I appreciate that it takes the time to give the weight and gravitas to it because, you know, the, the character moments land with that much more uh, poignancy. But holy shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, oh, yeah, something about guns being bad. Guns! <laughs> so, for, for most of this scene, he's actually reading it off of cue cards that are in the visor of the car. Well, I mean, yeah, it's all exposition and it's all techno uh, sci-fi babble. I'd probably ask for, <laughs> I'd ask for a couple of cue cards, too. <laughs> You know, I really want, because, um, did you see this in, like, did you see this before 97? Or did oh, you see yeah. it after? Okay. Oh, well before. So did you and your friends often, like, you know, be like, oh, shit, August 29, 1997's coming around, fuck! Did you guys have those, like, moments to yourself when, in, like, conversation and shit? Uh, not really. Okay, because, you know, I like to joke, like, like oh, you know, it's it's kind of like the, the whole Back to the Future thing where, you know, October right. tw October 2015 comes around. But it's see, the this future. stuff, that, that, that stuff's a lot easier to do when you're all online. Because then one person reminds you, and then you can all go down the rabbit hole. And then it turns gotta, into a giant trend, and, every, and you just hate everyone. <laughs> right, but, like, you have to have that one person who's so into it that they're remembering. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that one friend, none of you remember. <clears throat> I love the the, the, the snakeheads there. This, Such uh, a cool. Uh, I walk four to seven miles, a snake wire. <laughs> Another George Thorogood. I'm surprised they didn't have that. You know what? Put that in a music video. <laughs> Got a cobra snake for a necktie. Uh, also, you know, it's another. So we mentioned like how we had one scene that was really good. We wish was in the theatrical cut. The scene that I'm really glad that they didn't have in the theatrical cut, but they did put back in the special edition, was that scene where he tries to teach Arnold to smile. Oh, <laughs> have you seen that scene? Yes. It's bad. I don't like it. I really don't. Oh shit. I also love how you can tell that uh, he's a friendly based on how she's got her finger out of the trigger. Yep. <laughs> 
See, he'd be another really cool character to have in that, you know, non-existent prequel show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. <laughs> <laughs> but Sarah's like, oh, fuck yeah, I'll take some tequila. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now this. this <laughs> I love this. I love this so much. He's like, you are tiny human. Fascinating. <laughs> and nobody nobody says boo. Like, no, just no one picked says up anything. This kid I also love like, how even the kid is just so super like, what the hell is going on? Right? <laughs> oh, this shit here, man. So as iconic as that shotgun is, we're about to get some oh, much yeah. bigger guns. Oh my god. Also, man, this has got to be a horrible place to store your weapons. In a dusty cellar. What? Yeah, the dust is the issue. Woo! That's some, that is some major hardware. Oh, yeah. And I also love how he scans it and pulls out the grenade launcher. Mm hmm. I'm 90% sure that's the exact same grenade launcher that they used in uh, Predator. Could be. I imagine, because I know a lot of that shit gets uh, refurbished. Like, uh, did you know that uh, the, the M16 that Arnold's wielding in Predator, that's the exact same one that they used in Scarface? Uh, yeah, it's not. totally the exact same weapon. <laughs> and speaking of uh, Predator weapons, they also brought in the Beast. <laughs> I love this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude can, seriously i like I how just, they just went right past the fact that you know they had to have done a deep cleaning on every one of those weapons because of that dust. every one of them man because jesus well except the ak's i mean yeah. i'm sure they did but you could literally just be like eh, whatever oh, dude, it's an AK, we're the good. only way to make an ak not fire anymore is by running a tank over it yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> There's, that's such a weird paradox, man. Because, you know, that's... And speaking of other, you know, Terminator spinoffs, like, look, I think uh, we can kind of say that uh, the Terminator movies, the franchise movies, are kind of dead. But I can see this, like, getting a, a revival through television, not just with that, you know, in between Terminator 1 and 2. But also, how cool would it be to see a straight-up prequel to the first I mean, one? I... I think so much of it's about getting, ha having the right kind of story, and that's the difficulty. Yeah, I guess you're right. It's just, I, I, I would really love to see, um, or at least, like, just erase Terminator Salvation and do that movie right. Because, you know, the way that Kyle Reese describes the, uh, the, the, the future, it sounds like a 24th century holocaust. You know, of all these yeah. machines rounding them up, 
labeling them with a barcode for extermination, putting camps all over the now, world. I, I, you know, looking at that scene again just just now, though, I mean, having a heartfelt moment under a truck, it's just like, what a weird kind of father-son thing, but a great way to pull that kind of dynamic. Yeah, yeah. And you also really just got to love the chemistry <laughs> between these two, you know? <laughs> that does not compute. Does not compute. And right about here. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's a little later. I don't know. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember about when I came in when I was oh, a kid. Oh, yeah. Right on. It's definitely coming up. That also implies, I wonder all the kind of horrible relationships Sarah had after John was born. Yeah. <laughs> there got to be, it had to be a bunch for her to, you know, yeah. have this in her head. But yeah, I definitely saw this right here. So this must have been when you were walking in, seeing yeah, it just for that the, first time. Just about time. some sometime right about there. No fate, but what we make, except for, for a shitload of money on the sequels. <laughs> I still say, man, we can we should have like a prequel to the first movie where we get to see the 24th century Holocaust, uh, and. A great and well, turned into that, a great that, escape that's what kind so, of movie. That's what so many people have always talked about wanting, and then it just never gets delivered. Well, yeah, because you know, no, none of the executives really give a shit. <laughs> like they just want to yeah. see the numbers, man. Oh, dude, yeah, I'm actually gonna go out, go out right and say it. Linda Hamilton is probably the best performance in this movie. She sells so much of the emotional weight that's needed. Oh yeah. Well, but, but I mean, to be fair, at the same time, Arnold's character is not supposed to have emotional weight. No. Oh, shit. Here we go. Here we and go I like now. the fact that for these kind of like dual scenes, they have uh, her sister playing. Yeah. Uh, playing. Uh, More the, twins. The part of the. Uh, yeah. The part of the More other twins. Sarah Connor. But, oh, dude, this is. You know. I really normally in a movie I really hate it when it cuts to a dream sequence to because it's such a cheap way to be you know show abstractly what the character's thinking and whatnot. Yeah, but when it's done this well, well, and the shit. brilliance of this is the playground you see burning in the beginning. And I also love how they gave her the uh, the same outfit that she had in the first movie. Yeah, and well, and also the fact that she's now jacked and her sister isn't it throw it makes it feel so much more yeah back to the first movie. Ah, uh. ah, uh. oh God, Jesus Christ! You know, you could have cut there too, and that would have been enough. But we have to oh, see no. the. 
horrible destruction of the built. Look at this. This is all models, so, man. And I am watching this as a ten-year-old, losing my mind. This has got. This actually probably is one of. So, oh my god, that's that. Those shots where the people blow. Oh my god. And the skeleton. Uh huh. God damn, that's how you do a dream sequence, you guys. Yeah. That so is how like, you do a fucking dream sequence. Holy I, shit. So again, like this this right there, that is my introduction to Terminator 2. Dude. Is that sequence going through this now upcoming one. Dude, that's that's dope. Uh you, although you know what's you know what's fucking crazy though? Is like Stan Winston, like I I, I keep talking about him, but he's su such a huge contribution. He designed and fabricated some of our greatest nightmares of these movies. You, you know, he's, <laughs> the, he's the dude who designed the Terminator, the 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 Alien Queen, uh, the uh, the the Predator, uh, the di the T Rex from Jurassic Park. He made all of these brilliant nightmare fuel imagery. And you know what's crazy? The one time he actually got a little choked up and a little afraid of the images that he made himself were the images of those people being blown away into ash. Oof. He actually got, like, he actually became uncomfortable with the images that he was making. But he was, but he still went out to say, and he's like, even though I was extremely uncomfortable and emotionally devastated by putting those images onto film, I knew that it was necessary for the script that uh, Jim wanted to tell. But it's crazy how... The guy who made all of your great nightmares as a kid actually got choked up himself. I love that. Dyson. You know, on the other cuts, did you do you, do you know? Have you noticed that they also give Miles Dyson a lot more screen time with like this weird subplot? Uh, yeah, a little stuff. bit, yeah. Like, and you know what? I'm actually kind of glad that they don't give him a whole lot. Yeah, it's it, it really is not that needed. It really isn't. I mean, it's fun added material for later, but I don't, honestly, it just for me it breaks the pace of this movie because. Uh, this is because when I show people Terminator 2 for the first time, uh, which I've done a number of times, I always try to make sure that I show them the theatrical cut because I've seen the others and they this one is probably the one that flows the absolute best. So what I find interesting, uh, so again, th this this whole scene, this whole sequence, all this stuff, so fun. I mean, I will never forget seeing this when I was a kid. However, upon reading about this movie... There was a gorier. There were gorier versions and shots for the arm reveal that oh, they chose really? not to put in. And I'm like, how do you do? Like, this worked so well. Why did you need it? What was the gorier? How? I don't know, man. But honestly, that arm effect is still probably yeah. the most convincing shot. I'm, in this I'm wondering if it was movie. just a lot more like squirting blood and stuff. But like, it Maybe. works so well here. Like, oh, yeah, dude. The fact that it's done in just one shot. And mm -hmm. the, seriously, the arm, the the fabrication of that arm, the the way that it moves, I actually get, I I, to, I tend to forget that that's fake. Oh shit! Get out of there, kid! 
You know, a, a, normally a trained sniper would wait for him to make a move before he pulls a shot, un, like blows an entire magazine. But remember, Sarah Connor's kind of fucking crazy. And well, she's emotional as all hell. Like yeah. she's terrified for her kid. And there's, you know, the world on the line in her mind. Yeah, which is why she is so erratic about this assassination. And, dude, the way they filmed that was just slightly slowed down and the yep. blood spurt yep, and the, the blood. Roll. Oh, oh, so good. But you know what? That erraticism uh, is what draws him in to make it a close and personal kill. And I love the, the motivation where she's like... You have to murder this man in front of his own family. Oh, my God. The acting in this scene. Yeah. This, it's, oh. this uh, an action movie. Like, you know, in like in the 80s, you'd be like, uh, action movies don't deserve this, almost don't deserve this high caliber acting. You know? Right. <laughs> Although nowadays we kind of fucking demand it. <laughs> Sadly, it doesn't always get delivered. Usually the acting is there, but it's not there in the script. Here? Oh, it's 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 in the script. It's in the performance. It's in the execution, the direction. Everything, man. And I love it. Like, you just see, like, she, she can't be a monster. No. Like, as much as she wants to prevent it, she just can't be, like, a cold-blooded killer like that. Yeah, it's, it's, isn't that the irony of it is that, you know... A, a cold-blooded killer was sent back in time to kill her, and that has hence turned, almost turned her into a cold-blooded killer herself. Have you sustained injuries? Yes, you have. <laughs> and finally, these two get to have, like, a real emotional moment together. Because you notice, she's been really, like, holding him yeah. at arm's length this entire movie and now finally she can give in and once again weirdly john is kind of being the parent here yeah but and great little i love the subtle music with this that just yeah. pairs really well yeah man a broken woman but jesus i mean she's broken but like it's be like it's because she cares and is just tries so hard uh -huh. knowing this horrible information she knows you might want to pull that bullet out that would increase the bleeding at that point oh good point yeah probably lodged in there providing blockage yeah and, and as i said it's not didn't shatter the bone right here dude, oh my dude, god dude dude seriously i forget half the time i had to like zoom in and like do exceptional like frame by frame scrutiny i still can't tell what yeah. is the real arm and what is the fake arm and look i know he's got like a little blood pack here that's just spreading it like you know the jelly that it is i know how this is done but it's holy fuck. Like, look at the, the texture of that. Yep. The movement. The puppetry. 
Yeah, that so is like amazing. After watching this, how was I not going to be like, I need to see this movie? Right. <laughs> Dude, seriously, the puppet and I love the look on his face where he's like, Oh shit, it's the arm from work. Holy shit, it's the one. Now uh, Arnold for the rest of the movie is going to go full uh, Luke Skywalker with a glove, because uh -huh. sadly we look it'd be real. You know how it would be really cool if he just kept that robot arm out, but effects budget. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's that's a pretty good reaction for finding out that you're responsible for the downfall of the human race. So, I would like to point out that yes. this movie is done in, in to, to me at least, in somewhat the typical kind of like three-act way. You have the introduction of everybody, and then the second act, which we're in right now, which is, this is where you make all the emotional stuff matter. You, you bring everything together. You know, you've had the bonding with the Terminator. You have these moments here. You make it all matter. You make the audience care. Yeah. And then we head into the awesome, you know, Holy crescendo shit. that is. A, right. But so often I now see a lot of modern movies try and skip the second act. They try to go from act one with almost no act two into act three. And that's why they fall flat. This, these slowdowns, these emotional connections are so important. Yeah. Yeah. It's why, uh, you know, I have some serious issues with like movies like, uh, you know, the Rise of Skywalker, where it's just like, action, 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 action. Okay, maybe a scene of, uh, you know, some two people talk. Oh, wait, no, we we, yeah. we, we got to get back to the action, action, action. Just like, right. I mean, it, it, it's, it's completely the issue that, that happened with the uh, the Independence Day sequel. Oh, like, they oh, did not God. They did not have an act two, and so nobody cared about what happened in act three. Don't get me started on that fucking movie, man. <laughs> that was right. so, so I mean, I just And so, again, that the, what's so perfect here is, like, they have this three-act model perfectly done. Yep. And... Duh. <laughs> a corporation yep. being immoral? No. No. <laughs> and that also Excuse raises me. the question no, is like the fact that, you know, they sent a Terminator <laughs> back in time. Did that like actually form the genesis of it's like, ah, timey wimey. Yep. This is why, you know, it's. It's just like a, where you have to like just you know grab your your head and be like ah I hate time travel ow <laughs> and I I love these road shots they're great yeah dude this is basically the uh, the ending of the movie and I love how they utilize that shot for the end yeah but like it's it's such a great you know it's a great visual uh, for. For, it, well, it's a great visual for progression, for moving, and also just a, a something to keep your eyes engaged while you're having her voiceover. It's mm -hmm. really basic, but it works so well. And I'm glad they don't over-rely on it, because you should never just do something for, oh, hold your attention. <laughs> like, like no, let's like let's really drive it into the theme. Oh, this, this shit here. Don't you know, I also really love, <laughs> if you notice subtly... Miles Dyson, his hand is always in his pocket. 
because he's using it, his pocket as a sling. Mm. Here's my <laughs> authorization, bitch. <laughs> Don't even... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, this movie's amazing. Yeah, that's literally the only reason why we had Miles in earlier in the movie, so we could see that he has the first first one. Yeah. We establish who he is, and we also uh, do the deaths. I also like this. He's like, this guy's reaction. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, silent alarm. Uh-oh. Not good. And then, of course, we have our payoff. Literally yep. a payoff. Easy money. We're going all the way, mate. For the future. The future! <laughs> I will say this, though. Uh, uh, Joe Morton here fares a lot better than he did in Speed than in uh, uh, this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I also love yeah. the, uh, that one guy's reaction. He's like, well, we think it's the guy from the mall. It is the guy! <laughs> like the, guy <laughs> the guy who got tied. It's, it's the guy! It is him! Oh, that shit. Let me try mine. And I love that. <laughs> what a great, I mean, a, a bandolier. What a great bandolier. Fuck yeah, man. Woo! Explosions! Yeah! Oh, fuck you, Michael Bay. You don't know how to make explosions look cool. No, you don't. Invaderific breathing effects. For real, the entire sound design of this entire movie is just amazing. I used to, I, I actually had this movie on my PSP when I was in, like, middle school. And I had this, mm. this was one of the movies that I had on on there and i would watch it endlessly and i always get the, wrapped the, up in the sound design the bizarre umd format oh i know it's so weird but i used to watch that movie on on that thing endlessly and uh i would and you know having my earbuds in i would always get wrapped up in how fucking cool the sound design was target acquired right i find it really strange though that like the name makes him freeze. You think he would have frozen the second he heard Cyberdyne Systems. Like, you think that would have been the first clue. Maybe it wasn't in his files. 
He's from Cyberdyne. Okay, what? Well, I guess, I guess so. I guess it's more he's like less concerned about Cyberdyne and more concerned about his target. Yeah, but it's just like you would think that would have been the first clue. Like you hear Cyberdyne, like who else would be going after Cyberdyne? Mm-hmm. That is a force to be reckoned with. Dude, can you imagine being on set for scenes like this with all these police <laughs> extras, a fucking helicopter, couple of helicopters? Well, so there's actually a really fun story about that. Oh. They had a crap ton of cameras filming the explosion here at the end of mm -hmm. this scene. And so the crew did a special extra shot where it has them standing with the police extras watching the explosion and then all pretending like freaking out that they forgot to shoot it. <laughs> a little bit of tro that's like that's early Tropic Thunder right there. <laughs> yeah. But I love the fact that like that that kind of stuff exists. That's just like yeah. that, those little bits of fun. But hell, just even, you know, simple action shots of, like, you know, Arnold blowing up a door. Just seriously, can you imagine just be having that... I don't care who you are. I would have, like, a mini nerdgasm if I was like, okay, roll camera and action Arnold. Boom! Dude, that line. How many? All of them, I think. Oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but who wouldn't get, like, a... Oh, this shit. Fuck yeah. You know what? I, 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 You have to give it up. Arnold does have a pretty legendary smirk. Yeah. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Dun-dun, dun-dun. I don't care who you are. This, this scene. Oh, yeah. This is an action boner right here. <laughs> look at all those squibs, man. Dude, look at all the fucking squibs that they had going off for this shit. Yup. Holy shit. Dude, seriously, can you imagine being James Cameron with all these cameras rolling? He's like, okay, roll A camera, roll B camera, okay, roll all the cameras, and action Arnold, and then... Dude, <laughs> that would be just such a rush. Holy shit. Dude, look at all this... And listen to the sound. Like, you can hear, like, all these damn bullets. Fuck, I love this shit. And even here with the grass. Damn. And it's not enough. We're out. Of, we're out. Beep. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, did you know what they uh, named? I don't think they named it in the same as uh, this movie, but do you know what they named the minigun in Predator? No. Old Painless. <laughs> you also gotta love how the human casualties has like a decimal point in there. Right? <laughs> d d doesn't make sense, but it's cool. Oh, damn. Also, there's another thing that always kind of low-key bugged me. So Arnold gets shot a lot while he ha still has those bandolier of explosives on him. How come that none of those bullets set one of them off? Because it always it always looked like the bandolier is in the front, and he mostly right there is getting shot in the back. Oh, well, later on when he's walking toward the cops. 
Yeah. Because I'm thinking, uh, it, it, shouldn't well, those like how... shells be at least inert? Uh, well, most. I mean, I don't know how familiar you are with firearms. Uh, unless you're hitting the primer, it's not going to ignite the gunpowder. Well, yeah, but that should still make make them unfireable if they get shot. Uh, yeah, I guess it would depend where they get shot. Mm-hmm. If it gets hit on the casing, probably. If it gets hit on the if it if it ricochets off the tip, not so much. Just the tip. <laughs> SWAT team bitches. Again, more broken glass. A lot of broken glass. I fucking yeah. love it. Oh yeah. Oh, shit. Get down! She she knows instinctively. He's just, like, not used to this stuff, so... However, someone did point this out. Um, So, you remember that sequence where Arnold starts walking towards the cops? Yeah. They actually tell him to get down on the floor and surrender and give him a chance. When they, they just open up and fire on Miles without any hesitation Oof. whatsoever... Um, there's a kind of a bit of a difference between Arnold and, uh, Miles Dyson here, and <laughs> it's uncomfortable Ooh. commentary, Ooh. isn't it? <laughs> well, Rodney King did happen at the time of this movie. <laughs> oh, boy. Literally. And hey, check it out. More broken glass. You ready? Oh, I love the sound of that shit. It sounds so fake in Hollywood, but I don't care. Like, I'm in, it's the adrenaline, man. I'll make a door. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. Yup. <laughs> Boom! Oh man, dude, seriously, this it just does not let up. I love it. <laughs> It, tr it treats these like big action yeah. beats with such casual, like so casually and, okay, and such in stride. I, I love this so much that he's holding part of the model that they conduct that they knocked up, like the larger model of the chip. Yeah. In his hand over the detonator. Also, That's awesome. Also, everyone say hi to Hank from Breaking Bad. What's up? Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Oh, Dean Norris. If only you could if he well he fares a lot better in this movie than he did in Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah. I still got to say is it me or just like Miles Dyson's like heavy breathing super unsettling? Yeah, a little bit, but it's supposed to be. I mean, you, when, when, when you're in extreme pain, you do tend to be hyperventilated like that. Yeah. Explosion! Yeah! Dude, for real. Fucking awesome. Damn right we do! <laughs> Fuck. And they, blew, they actually blew up a building. 
Yes, and they and it was rebuilt and it's still in use. Unlike Christopher Nolan, who actually built like the the Gotham Hospital from the ground up and then just blew it up. Yeah, well. Oh man, dude, no one blows up like a full building anymore. And I get, and I kind of understand why, but still. Yeah, dude, check it out right here. He walks right out of there. And granted, yeah, they hit him with the gas, but they still give him a chance to to surrender. Oh, he's... Yay! He said the <laughs> thing! I'm not going to lie, though. This is really cool, the way he does this. Oh, look at that. He's put the bandolier kind of behind him, so they oh, okay. actually did plan for that. Oh, okay. Right on. Oh, dude. The animatronic Arnold... The fact that they cut between him and the, you know, the puppet. I mean, I can kind of see where, oh. you know, where they are, but still, it's so fucking cool. <laughs> Look, just takes now, casually with yeah. a pistol. Ow. And now Arnold has to start being in the makeup that took five hours to put on. Oh, what a... Man, that's a trooper. Oh, and uh, his daughter Ow. cried the first time she saw him in that makeup. Ow. Ow. His daughter cried. Well, I would, too, if I were that young. <laughs> like, God damn. Yeah, uh, getting full-on hit with uh, a gas canister sucks. I have friends who know personally. Protests oh. against police, so. Oh. Still, you know what? Maybe we need a, t uh, a T-800 on our side for this shit. Oh, that's a nice even spread there. That's right, scatter. Uh, do you know what they used to call that? Uh, th those grenade launchers with the uh, the canisters of gas. They used to call that hippie what? control. Uh. Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Dude, seriously, these fucking stunts. <laughs> God damn. No one does this shit anymore. Right? What'd you do today? I drove a truck into a building. Hey, man. Just cool. For, for Hollywood, that's just another day in the office. Awesome exit. But as uh, Jim Carrey from Batman Forever said, your exit was good. This guy's is better. Because <laughs> for real, like these stunts should be like big moment. Like, you know, like where all the budget of the movie went here. You get like three, four after another. Look at that shit. Yeah. That, that shit looks like it could be in like, you know, one of those Hollywood stunt shows that they put on it like uh, universal or disney world or wherever oh dude fuck they even get the reflection and everything and you got it <laughs> so that that is the actual stunt pilot like so that and he's the guy who later is 
actually flying this when they're going through the tunnel and stuff. Well, honestly, for the stunts that he pulls in front of this camera, I would get, uh, yeah, dude, I'll give him that cameo. He's more than. Oh, true. yeah. Holy oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, this, this shit here. Where it's, okay, can we talk about how, you know what? The, uh, I, I kind of wish Mythbusters was still a thing because uh, I'd like to see if the you know someone could survive being shot at by a, <laughs> a, 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 a submachine gun from a distance. Yeah. By just putting a whole bunch of bulletproof vests over you, because that's got to break a couple of bones or cause a concussion or something. Yeah, it would depend where they hit, but I agree. Dude, seriously, these stunts. This is done all in camera, guys. Like, no CGI here. Just a fucking helicopter shooting a helicopter chasing a car. <laughs> also, if you look real closely, I'm kind of wishing that they did this more in the film. But he forms, like, multiple arms to drive, shoot, and reload. Yeah. And I'm and watch you'll you'll blink and you'll miss it. But holy shit, dude! That is so dangerous. How did they do that yep. for real? There it is. Yeah. Fucking fucking General <laughs> Grievous right there. <laughs> I kind of wish that they did that more. Actually, can you imagine? Just like this cop oh, yeah. coming after you, and all of a sudden it forms extra limbs to try and strangle you. Oh, that would have been amazing. Why didn't they do that for the sequels? Oh, there's the. The liquid nitrogen shot. Yeah. Truck. Oh, man. It goes under. It goes over. All this shit, man. Dude, seriously. The, 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 the stunt work is... This is probably some of the best stunt work ever filmed. And it's not enough to just have the cop to do all that. Let's have it crash the thing, too. Like, goddamn. God damn, this movie's fucking awesome. This is how you do a fucking action movie. Oh, and let's have the truck flip. Fuck yeah. Damn. Damn. Look at all them bullet hits. Yeah, and here comes one of the best deliveries in the whole movie. Oh, this guy. Oh, <laughs> the fucking gardening guy. <laughs> it works it just works he has that one line and it works so well oh dude that's so cool look i know that i know how that works i get that there's mechanisms that they sh that they use to hide but it works so well oh yeah man i wish that they would do more practical effects like this because there's a visceral reaction to this stuff <laughs> Just that look. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, shit. Liquid nitrogen. <laughs> I also love even this uh, this truck here. Get, or not uh, the, the semi. The one that they're getting into. Even that has a bit of a character to it. Yeah. First off... Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the fact that it's super fucking slow, that just tells you everything right, you need to know got, about Right, and it's got guy. a little house type thing on the back. That tells you everything you need to know about that extra. Yep. 
seriously, no one like they they're ex extras in movies. They're always treated so generically and so boring. Like you got a really good director knows how to uh, get make uh, make you get a quick read on exactly the type of person this yeah. extra is, even though they only have like a few minutes of screen time or just a few seconds. You still know exactly everything you need to know. Little touches like that is what makes us great. Yeah. Oh, shit. Damn! Oh, wow. You know, there are some shots where I feel like they had to do, like, some miniature work. Uh, just for you know safety and whatnot, but it's in, but I know it's intercut with this real stuff, and I'm like, I can't tell how. Yeah. Oh, this is. So I cool. love this. This is so cool. Boom. Aim a little higher. Ah, oh, it's so cool. And once again, the water barrels have been spilled on the freeway. That's when you know you have an action movie in this <laughs> month. You blew my you blew off my aim. Oh no, the amp that's the last one. Oh shit. Okay, this this is just the coolest thing. I don't yeah, care how oh, ridiculous it yeah. is. Holy fuck. This goes on up. Point blank range. Fuck yeah. Oh my god. That is so cool. Yeah. And just riding that damn thing like a surfboard. Oh my god. Oh shit! Out of the way! Out of the way! Out of the way! Can't break! Oh, he did. <laughs> Damn! Liquid nitrogen and a steel mill? That's a bad combo. So, some interesting facts. Yeah. The, the, the people who used to work at this steel mill, which had been shut down for about 10 years at the time... This looks so real. They were they seriously thought the mill was up and operational again. Oh yeah, dude. I look, I know for a fact that it was actually pretty cold for the actors because Uh-huh. The, That's uh, the other fact. They they also they had to like, you know, keep a certain temperature for the the effect of it. But I don't care. Yeah, Any, the the material they were using to look like liquid steel had to be kept kind of cool to keep it at the right texture and look. Yeah, so but it always blows my mind be that that was the case because I always can feel the fucking heat. Of this oh yeah, because the, the the sweat effects they use are amazing. Where they they're spraying them down with that sweat, and you can it, it looks real. And this the this makeup, dude. Oh yeah. Holy shit, this is amazing. The moment And using using actual people who have prosthetics to like intercut the shots. Yeah. Unreal. And now 
the scene that needs no introduction that has spawned an annoying amount of parodies, actually. The line. And you know what? It's still just as cool. Yeah. Let's really be honest. Not gonna lie though, why didn't they just like, you know, uh, scoop up the pieces and just keep it on ice? I guess it's probably because uh, Sarah kind of bleeding. It was also where would they? I mean, the ice. I mean, the it all the liquid nitrogen all spilled. Where are you gonna get ice that cold? Good point. And as and the uh, the the steel is starting to spill over. Oh shit! I'm melting, melting. But it's but that but I want to melt. Call an ambulance! <laughs> I'm melting, but not for you, <laughs> but not for me. <laughs> oh, the liquid mercury kind of effects here. Oh, it's so cool. Dude, that is so sick. Yup. Seriously, getting the reflections and everything, like, that's, that is totally non-trivial. The last, the, the last grenade launcher in the launcher. Oh shit. You know, it's probably another really big advantage that uh, um, it was kind of a colder set because that way Robert Pattinson would not appear to sweat at all. Because, let's be honest, the T-1000, it doesn't sweat. Do you, do, do you mean Robert you Patrick? You're it, still making that mistake. hell, whatever. <laughs> but the fact that he doesn't sweat is what makes it. Because yeah. T-1000, he doesn't, he, he doesn't sweat. He makes you sweat. No, it's too hot. Yeah, for real, dude. It's shots like that where I can feel the heat. And it's oh, like, yeah. It's also in the sound design, too, I think. You know, where you can actually have that, the rumble of the heat. Go! Get to the chopper! <laughs> <laughs> Almost wish that there was a chopper for, there, for them to get to. Almost. Oh, this is so cool. Dude, that makeup. Fuck yeah. Come out and play. No guns. Damn. You know, it's it's it, you know, you, do you remember the uh, the bathroom fight sequence between the two terminators and 3? And how yeah. it looked really phony because of, uh, oh, fuck, that was scary. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Yeah. Um, but you remember how in the bathroom scene where they just completely wreck the environment? And you get that they're supposed to both weigh like 400 pounds and whatnot. But it just felt phony and fake. <laughs> 
This this fight scene feels at correctly brutal. Oh, dude, the way you, like that scan effect. They don't have to do yeah. that kind of shit, but they do anyway because they're just here to go above and beyond. But it, yeah, it's so weird that that uh, that arguably cooler concept of you know two Terminators wrecking their environment because they're so indestructible. Yeah, is a lot less exciting than this. <laughs> okay, now here's the other thing. They totally forgot that arm. They left the arm. They left his arm to be found again. Oh, or someone else, yeah. which is the exact same thing that they did in the first well, movie. But, but the issue wasn't the arm; the issue was the chip. Yeah, but it still was the. They still left a fucking piece of Terminator left no, over. No, I, to I, study. I, 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 yeah, I, I get it, but <laughs> it's just like I find that really silly. Is that they made the pretty much the, almost the exact same mistake as they did in the first one? I'm really hoping that uh, you know, like. Uh, someone makes like a video, a parody video where it continues after, and he's like, "Oh, we should probably throw this part, uh, th this this arm out. Like, isn't that exactly what we did in the first movie? Oh yeah, <laughs> let's do that. Have out how it should have ended. Get on that. I'm pretty sure they'll do it, dude. Practical effect. That is a puppet. Not that part, but that last shot. Oof." They even had a moving eye on that puppet just to sell the realism. Isn't that insane? Ah! The fact that he's so slow and methodical, he's like, I don't know, I'll get you. Like, that shotgun's not going to do shit. <laughs> Uh, uh. Oh, dude, this shot. That is so cool. And how they sync it up with the flashing and the, the, the flicker of the lights. <laughs> Damn! Again, once once again, they built a prosthetic where it does these specific shots. It's crazy. <laughs> Although I gotta admit, when he pulls it out, it's it, it's not that great. But who cares? The rest of this movie is so fucking amazing. Right. Also, I love how the light shines on them through the smoke. Fuck, this movie is cool. Hit him with this. Oh, hit him. Grand, 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 grand. <laughs> For you, Return of the King fans. Bring up the wolf's head. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn, dude, th that prosthetic, seriously. Or just the uh, the 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 dummy, the uh, the 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 yeah. The, Makeup, or not the makeup, the uh, uh, the puppet that they use to crash his crush his skull. God damn. So, 
interesting fact here is the fact that the reboot scene, the aftermath of this where he reboots, yeah, was not in the original script. It was not originally shot. And so they thought it was too confusing that he came back without that scene. So it was done in a reshoot on Christmas Day. Oh, like Arnold was literally about to leave to go visit Bruce Willis, like with his family. Oh fuck, he missed a Bruce and, Willis Christmas party. Actually, you and, know what? <laughs> you know what? He might have dodged a bullet there, literally <laughs> speaking, because Christmas and Bruce Willis, uh, yeah, <laughs> doesn't always pan out. But too he well. he ended up missing his trip because I mean, look at the makeup he had to be put back into. Oh yeah, that is not to trivial. do that reshoot. Like that's that's a hard reshoot day, or days. <laughs> well, no, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's probably just Christmas a day, day. But either way, that's that's still a full day, even for just a couple of shots. Oh yeah. Seriously though, man, I still feel the heat. In this damn movie. Yeah. Oh, shit. Back to life. You know, there's another thing that... I know it, it hasn't aged well, and I know that they had limitations. But it, the, as good as that prosthetic is for Arnold's face... Uh-huh. It still does protrude just a little bit. Like it, it's it's yeah. something that has to be added on, and yeah, that's why I was I actually really dug, uh, found the uh, effects of him bl- like half blown apart in T- Terminator Three because they use CG and and I'm okay with right. that because it takes away from uh, his frame rather than adds to yeah. it. Uh, which yeah, which I think is also the other reason why uh, Christopher Nolan decided to use. Um, uh, CGI for Two Face because he's like, look, yeah. I could probably do this in makeup, but you're still adding shit. And when you have burn or you know flesh wounds and whatnot, you gotta go CG because you gotta yeah. take it away. Right, and that's it. I I really like if you're doing practical effects, if you're doing like a full head or something. But if you're having to reduce something, yeah, CG is great. Still though, for the time though, and for what they got. That prosthetic is still really fucking amazing. Especially they got a battery-powered eye on it. Yeah. Twins again! Dude, man. Also, goddamn, have you ever fired a shotgun before? Yes. Pumping those things takes a lot of effort. And the fact that she's doing it one-handed here, for real? Like, goddamn, this woman is jacked. But sadly... Not jacked enough. And this right here. Oh. This oh this moment. You're out, Sarah. Womp womp. No more blowits. The, the, the finger wiggle. Yeah. Oh. Wagging finger of shame. Oh shit. Yes, bitch. The last grenade. Make it count. Boom. And another, another full-on puppet. Incredible, you guys. That, oh, man. Also, you know, there's another, is, is it weird, but when he falls in and he gets that, oh, it, it kind of actually 
sounds like the xenomorphs so these screams are actually done by the director david oh, okay that's cool because i was like that's so weird that we never hear him sound like this for the for, uh in any part of the movie but i don't care because dude the nightmare fuel that he puts in these images is amazing yep. especially this last one here coming up <laughs> so in the previous scene that we we had grand and now we have Gollum, right <laughs> <laughs> oh god the one rings destruction was not as creepy as that <laughs> shit <laughs> I, I you know what actually uh that must have been uh uh, that's that's uh, Gollum twenty ten years before uh, Two Towers, wasn't it? <laughs> the early CG characters, man. Yeah, I'll say, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Great line. And I know they're trying. Really and you know hard. what? But, yeah. But that's where there's all these lines that like they should land corny, and they just don't. No, no, because you get you're like. This movie's giving you just such a fun time. You don't give a shit. I really don't. Yeah. And you know what I also find humorous about this? Uh, especially Arnold's makeup here. Not just the fact that, you know, his uh, his red eye never moves, even though it probably should. But really, the thing that kind of gets me is how much, how much of a difficulty it must have been to get his massive arm and conceal it. Yeah, you know, for the uh, the the fake prosthetic one, like uh, how? Because you can kind of see that they're really struggling to hide those massive Mister Universe arms. In here. No, guys, you don't have to destroy him yet. Because John Connor literally gets like killed by an, another one of me in, a, in like just a few weeks after this. <laughs> just keep keep him. They really should have kind of kept him around just in case, you know. Because if if there are going to be more Terminators falling out, it would he would kind of come in handy, don't you think? Eh. But it, you know what? In the context of this movie, oh, this shit's good. Oh, this, this bit here. You know, I can imagine just like, can you, like, being like a college student when the first Terminator came out, and then six years later this movie comes out and you just bawl like a baby? <laughs> Would not hold anyone against that, man, because this shit is good. Even Sarah becomes more accepting of the machine. 
Okay, you know what I love? What's that? He makes a plunge, a button push look dramatic. Right. Oh, the, the music, though, dude. Oh, so good. It's like, Cameron, why do I love you as a director? Because you make pushing a button look dramatic. And, and this right here, this, I mean, how he goes in, it's just, oh. Uh, it's so heartbreaking. Good shit, man. And then as a final gesture, he gives his own Siskel and Ebert review of the movie for himself. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it plays. I mean, again, <sighs> something that should be corny, but just works. Yeah, no, the thumbs up thing should so it, it, It's one of those things like the bat of the bone or I need a vacation. None of that should really work, but fuck if it does, man. Oh. <sighs> And that's the other thing, you know, I remember this watching Aliens for the first time. I kind of get the same feeling here, is like when the movie's finally over, I just feel this massive <sighs> of relief, you know, because mm -hmm. both of them end very quietly, but you've had such a roller coaster. <sighs> and, but I love it, like final line ends and back to the dun 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 and that was Terminator 2. Holy shit, man. It's 30 <sighs> years. It is, we, are, we are recording this in the year 2021. 30 years <laughs> after this movie was released. And you know what? Fuck, this movie still holds up as one of the best action movies ever. Ever. Um, yeah. And you know what? I'm really glad that we're watching the theatrical because if we were watching the Skynet edition, we'd be watching that really dumb ending with <laughs> old sarah connor talking about you know how john became a, se a u.s senator and how judgment day never came and it's uh, i'm sorry i really hate it <laughs> Do you, did you see Oof. that ending uh i don't think so i've heard of it and yeah not a fan i know i like the fact that they keep it a little bit ambiguous that the future still can be rewritten and yeah. that's their a thing that you have to kind of take matters into your own hands. I like that. They keep it a little ambiguous. And, of course, it opens up for uh, sequels. Now, were those sequels any good? No, not really. But, it's but it still ends on a really great note for the movie. Because, I'm sorry, it just was too different uh, like from the rest of the movie. But, uh, yeah, it, it definitely just it does not play. Uh, yeah, I was. I, I'm, I'll just die on that hill. The alternate, the alternate ending of T two is garbage. This this theatrical ending is perfect, absolutely yeah. perfect. Uh, so how's it hold up for you watching it again, man? It it still holds up. I mean, th I don't think there's an argument that. Um, you cannot have a discussion about the greatest action movie of all time without this being discussed. Or without Guns N' Roses. 
I mean, yeah, it, it, it may not, you know, obviously everything's subjective. Yeah. You know, certain people are going to like certain things better than others. Certain effects people are going to appreciate better than others. But to me, this movie is amazing. It's the, the first, the first Terminator had a great concept and did it. Okay. However, okay. Th- <laughs> yeah, no, it did. Look, hey, look, hey, did it I, great. I stand by what I said. All right. But, well, <laughs> I saw T2 before I ever saw Terminator. Okay, now that's actually a fair... That that explains a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah, but like, you know, when you look at that movie and then look at this, and it's just like, you so much of what he wanted to do in the first one is done here. And it's just, when technology comes around to let you truly embrace a vision you had to actually yeah. explore your imagination. And hell, just to also when, take when, those tools and push them to their absolute limit right but what it also combines with like when you are you know at the peak of your talent your experience has prepared you that's how you get what i would call the true movie magic oh and that's what that's what this movie is it's all those things coming together and when those kind of movies come along they don't all they don't come along all that often no you know other ones i can think of one you mentioned earlier jurassic park is a movie like that you know, where the technology works out just Play right the... for the, at, at the talent time and you get something amazing. And um, I'm sorry, I, I just, I just I, I'm sorry. I just totally saw that they were like, play the hit video arcade game now available yeah. from Nintendo. Good shit, which man. I, which I even, I mentioned earlier, the advertising for that was nuts. Like, <laughs> and, like, I mean this, the cultural impact of this movie, particularly at the time, you know, can't be overstated. Yeah. It really can't. I mean, it was huge. It was everywhere. Um, that was the summer of T two, man. You couldn't, you couldn't yeah, escape and, it. Well, and that's it. It's like Arnold is coming off of going into this movie. Arnold is coming off of Total Recall and Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, he is arguably like the biggest name in Hollywood at the time, and he drops this. Like, wow. Yeah, dude, for real. And you know what's even really crazy? Like, when he started, you know, trying to get, you know, uh, work in, like, the, uh, the the early 70s and whatnot, people are like, there's no way you're going to make it in Hollywood. No one can even begin to try to pronounce your last name. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a, I mean, uh, you know what? Just, like, I, I, I'm pretty sure, like, 90% of the stuff that Arnold has done is just that kind of weirdly out of spite. <laughs> it's like... Like oh I could oh I cannot make it as as, as a movie star oh, dad I will go to America and show you oh I can be the greatest bodybuilder ever I'm going to be the greatest bodybuilder ever and also be a great Hollywood actor I will show <laughs> all of you and then I will run for governor and you will all vote for me I will eat you all <laughs> up put that cookie and down. I- Okay, on that note, do you have final thoughts? Uh, man, dude, it's it's hard to like. Honestly, like, I I still love both the first two, kind of equally. Uh, maybe this one a little bit more, just because of. The... I mean, I, I have come to appreciate the first one for sure, mm-hmm. but I I definitely think this is one of those times where the sequel is better than the original. Did, how, so I'm actually curious. Did you actually see all of the se- Terminator sequels? I'm really yes. curious. You saw all. Of, I am so sorry. <laughs> I uh, I saw three. I saw. Okay. Try Ar- try and think of it this way. 
when you see a movie like this that has this level of impact on you, yeah, you're going to go one of two ways. You're either going to be like, well, I'm not watching anything from that franchise ever again because nothing can ever top this. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to be like, you know what? I'm skeptical, but maybe. Okay. And, like, and it's like, as a film fanatic, I want an experience like this again. Yeah, oh, so dude, I'm going to keep do. coming back hoping somebody gets there. They haven't come close. No, no. <laughs> well, three came the closest, but even so, that would talk to the hand. Like, uh, <laughs> it's uh, so like. Yeah. Well, but but see, you could see why they would do that because so much. I mean, this movie's very dated. A lot of the dialogue and interactions are very dated, but it still kind of plays and works. Yeah. So yeah. They, they wouldn't have shied away doing another sequel of doing period dialogue because. It worked for this one and was still effective. Yeah, I just I, th- I think they should have probably done it a lot sooner though, because two thousand three well, that's that's a long twelve years is a long time. Yeah, and and I think one of the reasons period dialogue um, of a of a modern period nature didn't work so well anymore is you started having the advent of internet culture at that point. And yeah. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. That's that, very that, true. That's a lot. A lot of old, let's put it this way. Aging internet culture, while nostalgic and enjoyable for the people who were experienced it the first time around, does not hold up. No, no, it really doesn't. Uh, we we we're all that. Uh, looking back at our you know early MySpace stuff, we all we're all that that moment in uh, Avengers Endgame where where the Hulk sees himself smashing around in New York, and he's just like. Oh. <laughs> like that's just that's all of us right there encapsulated but sometimes. yeah man uh, sometimes it's uh sometimes it's like can we bring it back <laughs> <laughs> i do miss the old west of the internet i will say but either way uh yeah yeah that's been terminator 2 uh one of the best action movies of all time fuck i have a fun time every time i watch it and uh next uh, next week we're going uh overseas for some more action but equally legendary uh and indeed uh, uh, so <laughs> hopefully y'all guys will be here next week uh and you haven't like totally been completely turned off by all this <laughs> the shit that we've been saying but either way it, we're gonna be coming at you with more action april uh i've been tim i've been sean and you'll never have to watch a movie alone again peace Thank you.